You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Doggy play in there. Two minutes past three. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the show. Kimbo on the Reach with you for the next two hours. Yes, the new time slot, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. We are on the road today, live from Adrian Bryan Hyundai at number one, Alif's Road, St. Mary. And do they have a deal for you? A little more on that later. Uh, we're here thanks to Hyundai and our wonderful friends at Balfour's who have been making people happy since 1853. We have a busy show coming up, so we'll get straight into it. Here's the Roach. Party people! Roach, here he is. Roach, here he is. Hey. Roach, shaka-laka, shaka-laka, On the road again. Yes, it's good, isn't it? And <laughs> oh, it's great to be here. here again. We're yes. going to have a chat to their sales manager, Alan Anderson, a little bit later. He's got a magnificent accent. Yes, well, I struggle with it with my one ear, Roach. Oh, Lovely a... man, though. Yes, he is. Always with a smile on his face. Yeah, and uh, in the and words... And he's got a bit to offer today, Well, in the words he? of every car dealership, do they have a deal for you, <laughs> yes. eh? Hey. You finally read the memo, did you? Hey, Rooch, I'm I sorry. did not get the email yesterday. Well, I, I did. I assumed if I did, your name was on it. Well, tell you what, if you had a chest, you want to meddle the hangar <laughs> just because you read an email before me, hey? Wait, the miracles happen. Yeah, I may have deleted uh, it inadvertently, oh, but okay. uh, yeah, we'll get into Fat it. Fat thumb, there, eh? There is a big announcement, Rooch. Yes. Uh, they're running a $10,000 giveaway down here as part of their Big Four promo. So anyone buying a Hyundai between November the 1st that started already. And December the 10th, from one of their Hyundai dealerships, go in the draw for 10,000 smackaroonies. In that case, buy two. Well, you're one of those people that could do that, Rooch, because <laughs> you have so much wealth. Really? Um, yeah, they're also running three years free scheduled servicing <laughs> on any car purchase this month. Alan Anderson will tell us about that. Roochie, Rooch, I said it was a busy show, and it is. We need to be on top of our game today. Yes, we've got a, a bit better strict res- timelines. Well, I'd like a better, a quicker response than that. Well, then. no, I don't want to chew up time. You've got me nervous. And we've chewed well, up a don't bit. don't have the big pregnant pauses then. <laughs> <laughs> At 3.30, a good friend of ours, Phil Harper, will join us. AFLW General Manager for the Crows, of their program there. Uh, tomorrow night, qualifying final, 6.40, Crows v Melbourne at Icon Park. Yes, which is better than Casey Fields. Yeah, what will rate bigger? That game? Or at 6.30 tomorrow night here at the Adelaide Oval, Australia taking on Afghanistan, and we need to belt them. We'll be joined by Australian coach Andrew mm. McDonald. Yes, good question, that one. Which would rate more? Because well, I think there's a, there's a bit of um, 
disillusionment with the cricket at the moment, isn't there? Well, some say that. Do you yeah. believe that? Or I'm what? not sure, Kim. Just because we're losing? Or are you subscribing to what Tim Gossage said, why the crowds were low in Perth? Because that was a protest of the way that Justin Langer was treated? Ooh. And then the social agenda of some Australian cricketers as well has hit that point as well. Pal, watching a few texts, people wanting Paddy Cummins uh, dropped. Wow. Um, I think no. that's more to do with what he can offer with the ball and the bat in the 2020 <laughs> form. I'd yes. like to think that. <laughs> anyway, we'll yeah. have a chat to uh, Andrew McDonald. Yep. At 4 o'clock, Carl Veard, Adelaide United coach, joins us. Reds take on Western United. Uh, what were they used to be called? Or were they? No, it was Western United. They were it? always yeah. Western United. Yeah. Sorry, my bad then. Well, who have we got in Melbourne now? Uh, we've got Melbourne Victory, who we know extremely well. Melbourne United, who were originally Melbourne Glory, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, and uh, whatever happened to Melbourne City? Anyway, there's a no, debate that, that, for another time. Melbourne City, yeah, well, whatever, yeah. Uh, that's at uh, 4.30 on Sunday, that yep. game being played at Amy Park. And Roach, we are bringing back Beat the Boys. We're doing it every night. Yes, now, I can anyone, see there's an envelope on the desk. Yes, uh, the questions are there. They are sealed. Um, you select whether you want to take on Roach or myself. Yep. Uh, yesterday, Joe from Camden Park made a fatal mistake. He took on me, came off second best, Roach. You played the buzzer early, didn't you? Well, I got in there a bit early. He got me on the Aaron Finch one, though. I was yeah. kicking myself. Oh, well. I knew that. Very simple. If you want to win $1,000 worth of fuel, all thanks to Hyundai, just be listening at around 4.15. First caller through on the number 1300 736 736 can take on either Rooch or myself. You get three questions. Whoever wins, well, if we win, you're out. That's it. Yep. Not if in the draw. you win, you're you go in the draw and you have a chance. There's only Fifteen chances, isn't left. it? That's right. Fifteen left, so you might end up being one of five to win thousand dollars worth of fuel. It's a good chance. Yep. Before we go and leave on December the first, so beat the boys. It's a little bit of fun. Mm. Pick who you want at your peril. Right. See what happens tonight. So I think Joey from Camden, because you're so articulate the way you speak, he thinks you're more intelligent. Well, I might be. Well, it hasn't proved the case in recent years, Roach. <laughs> Talking of intelligence, this is where we have to be on time. South Australian Premier Peter Malinowskis has been good enough to join us. Yeah, he's had a good win here with his events department to get a football-related event into Adelaide. It looks like that magic round will happen in April next year. Now, for Peter Malinowskis, it's great. It's tourism based around sport. If you can get some AFL fans into Adelaide for a four-day weekend, fantastic. But there's still a lot of questions to be answered from AFL House as to how this magic round structures. At this point, all we know is it's early April. It will be all nine games in Adelaide, six at Adelaide Oval, one confirmed somewhere in the Barossa. It looks like one will be at Norwood Oval, Kim, and one at some other maybe regional centre. That would be good. Well, we'll ask him... Oh, this is my fault. I'm very keen to speak to Pete. I believe my mail, Roach, I didn't go with a percentage... I thought this was going to be announced today. So Pete might not be able to talk about it freely. Uh, there's a few complications. In particular, we know how the TV rights are structured and there's a pretty set play. Like Thursday night, you would expect there'll be a Thursday night game. That belongs to Seven. Oh. I think there's a few issues about Foxtel and Seven deciding how Saturday plays for them. Uh, look, bear in mind, Foxtel or Fox Footy pay the biggest chunk of cash. And I think they've got a fair right to say, hang on, we've got a say in this. So there's a bit of argy-bargy going on there. So there's a few yeah, a few 
teething details to get this magic round once for all sorted as to how it plays out for the nine games. And well, we're not sure how freely Pete will be able well, to Well, he speak. won't make those decisions. No. His decision is... But he can't back go in. in. Yes, but... So this has been on the South Australian agenda for more than two years. Well, we know he backed it in, Rich. Yeah, no doubt about that. And he gets a win because he gets a major event which is football-related, which is close to his heart. We know how he's a, mm. a grassroots football man. Uh, it would be good for the tourism industry in South Australia. But the bigger questions are not his domain. As you know, Do we open with a Thursday night no, showdown? My, my point yeah. being, though, he might not be able to speak freely about these things oh, if yeah. there hasn't been an yeah. announcement. So yeah. I... Jumped yeah. the gun. I got yeah. on to Benny last night. No, be good to get talk the to Premier him. on. Get no, the good Premier to talk on. To yeah. Thinking it was going to be announced today. So that'll be at 4.30. And yeah. then at uh, quarter to five, um, Alan Anderson, the sales manager here at Adrian yes. Bright Hyundai, will tell us about some of the great deals they have. On top of all of that, Rooch, uh, the VRC Oaks, a time-honoured event over 2,500 metres for three-year-old fillies, will be mm. run at 4.40 today. So we want to try and take that live. If you're looking to invest... One of the best form analysts and tipsters in the nation, well and truly. Part of the Channel 10 coverage at the moment. He was on SEN Breakfast with Sam Edmund and Simon O'Donnell. Uh, his name is David Gately. He's very astute. Okay. This was his tip this morning on the Oaks. I actually think she's the best of the day in the feature. She's extreme. She is the favourite, but uh, she, she was terrific in Sydney last time. She probably, you know, she may well have won that race with a bit more luck. And that race through actually the Derby Quinella on Saturday. Um, see, she is back to um, back to her own uh, sex, the, the fillies, of course. Uh, so I'm pretty keen on, on her as the one to beat. She's extreme. If you're looking to have a bet, that's from David Gately, uh, known all around the racing world as Gator or the Gator. The thing is, Rich, it's like in the derby on Saturday. These fillies have never run. 2,500 metres before. Ah, so test of who has the stamina, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, so okay. it, can, it can be an unknown quantity. They can look like they... So hit. generally, how far have they run? Well, it depends. Some are sprinters. But just generally? Generally, what? No, there's not the account answer okay. like that. So, so some are bred to stay. Yeah. And uh, because they're three-year-olds, they don't get out to a distance until you get to three okay. or four. Right, yeah. So the most they would have run at this stage is about 2,000 metres. Yeah, so they so might hit the line at 2,000. Yeah, that's, that's what I was seeking from. But that extra 500 might... Yeah. Might find them out. So this, yeah. All righty. Five hundred can be a fair distance. Well, you wouldn't know that, Roach. You've only run a hundred in your life. <laughs> <laughs> What's the furthest you have run? Uh, no, look, I must must tell you that when I used to run along uh, the East River in New York, and there were some <laughs> dodgy bits where you learned to run very <laughs> fast. No, I, I was I was I was almost getting as silly as uh, silly, and I inverted commas, not stupid, yeah. silly as cane corns. Because really. I used to love running around the yeah, but, um, river. A lot of those times you had to, Roach, because the police were chasing you. We need to it go to a... the police, Kim. <laughs> we went... Oh, there's some interesting characters in New York. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's uh, 12 minutes past three. We need to go to a break. We are live from Adrian Bryan. Hyundai here at 1 Alifs Road, St. Mary's. Don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. It is in stock now. We'll take a break, then we'll be back with more of your texts. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 
17.17 on a Thursday afternoon. Massive show coming up. We're live from Adrian Bryan Hyundai, located at 1 Alifs Road, St Mary's. If you're looking for a new vehicle, they've got some absolute rippers. Huge show. Phil Harper, 3.30. Australian cricket coach, Andrew McDonald, 3.50. Carl Viet. Adelaide United coach, 4 o'clock, 4.15, beat the boys. A chance to win $1,000 worth of fuel thanks to Hyundai. And if that's not enough, we have the South Australian Premier, Peter Malinowskis, to talk about Magic Round. We'll see what we can squeeze out of him, Rooch. And Rooch, whilst I'm acknowledging people and pumping them up, I've got to pump you up as well. Oh, dear. Because, what have I done now? Uh, something good. Did you say pump me up or blow me up? Uh, no, no. There's many times I'd like <laughs> to do that. And sometimes you've done that yourself, the way you've let yourself go oh, over the years. Dear. But now you're a machine. Oh, thank you. Uh, you said, oh, I don't know when it was, six weeks ago, eight Maybe weeks longer. ago, uh, about young Evans that played for Geelong. Francis Evans, yes. Uh, got a text here, and it, he is coming to board. Yeah. Picked up today because all those delisted players become free agents and from uh, the start of November you can sign them. The Port have had their eye on Francis Evans for a while because he is, if I can give you a comparison, remember how Andrew Ops went into amateur footy and was plucked out and made quite a successful career of himself at Melbourne. Uh, Francis is the same sort of thing. Geelong plucked him out of amateur footy, uh, put him into their system as the number one, sorry, number 41 pick in the mm-hmm. 2019 draft. He's 21, so he's mature. He played seven AFL games, five this year. He fits in that mould where you put him in as a small forward, you can give him a squeeze on the ball. He likes to hunt it down. He's not in any way scared of working hard, and he's tough. So he fits into that need that they have with, you know, the doubt on Fantasia. That's yep. pretty clear. There's going to be a doubt on Arazi Fantasia. They don't have Motlop. They don't have Gray as they've moved on. They've Willie Rioli. Yep. But and the more uh, options they have in that area, because they need to get more firepower this year, don't probably, they? Next, sorry, next probably not great news for Jimmy Rowe, because it fills that hole exactly. if he was looking yep. for a second yep. chance. But uh, text coming through from Chris at Wall Bay. I'll be over that way, Chris O, uh, later tonight. Uh, heading over to Yorks, catching up with all the guys from McGain Real Estate for the weekend. I may never be the same, Rich. No, I have some fears. Uh, Chris says, G'day guys, I hope Ken, Ken Hinckley, goes on form and not names. Evans is clutch and will keep the names honest, has a huge upside and great skills. He's the man, has the Marnies about him. Now, is, yeah, that, Josh is that Josh Marnie. or Wayne? Josh Marnie, yeah. That, that's, uh, <laughs> Wayne or Josh? Josh. Yep. No, he was. Oh, no, well, there was Wayne as yeah, well. Yeah, I know, no, but Josh Marnie. Well, yeah, you hey, could be right on Thank both you. fronts, yeah. yeah. No, I'm just thinking more of that 2004 Premiership side and the influence that Josh Marnie had in that attack. That's the first thought you have. Yeah, but Wayne Marnie was. He could get under people's skin as a footballer too, could damn, damn right wow. he could. He could get a little bit lippy. Yeah. Um, we need to go to a break. Here's one. It says, uh, Fair Dinkum, yes. we're leaving SEN track to listen and Kimbo on the Roach with a question mark. That's Simon from Panola. Simon, we're a bloody good show. We've got a huge audience. You can continue listening to the track on SEN track. Absolutely. All right. Well, he's clearly got an investment. On well, well he may have. We may yeah. win him over, though, Rooch. Uh, thanks well, for the text, comes through. All righty. We're going to go to a break. Uh, on the other side of the break, we're going to hear from Stevie Lee Thompson, who is a star what for the other eight crows. name that is. That's eh? a beauty. Stevie well, Lee Thompson. You know what they call her. What's her nickname? Speedy Lee Thompson. Wow, okay. Because she's quick. Good. We'll take a break. Uh, we're here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Three twenty-six, little glitch with the play in the game. There, hey, we are not live in Studio Lumos 
South Australia at number one King William Street. We're on the road today. Uh, we are live from Adrian Bryant Hyundai at number one Alex Road St Mary's. Don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. Talking of Lumo though, energy from an Australian-owned company, that's Lumo SA. All right, we mentioned how the Crowy girls are taking on Melbourne. That gets underway Tomorrow night, Roots at 6.40 at Icon Park. Stevie Lee Thompson had a press conference today. Uh, this is how she believes they'll look at stopping Melbourne. Doc's thrown out uh, a few things that we'll be able to try and change up during the game. But, yeah, they're a strong midfield team and their forward line is full of threats and good players across like the park. But we'll match it up as much as we can and, 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 best, and play our best footing. Going to be a big test for them. Remember, it's the grand final rematch in a qualifying final. Melbourne did upset, so to speak, Adelaide's premiership defence start by getting them at Glenelg Oval in the first game of the year. They've Smashed been them, in pretty good form, but it is um, much of a muchness, these two teams, aren't they? Yeah, I think they're it's a not, toss of the coin. Not a great difference between them. Slight home ground advantage well, in it? some ways. Well, I think so. They Princess don't have to travel, do they? That's the point, yeah. yeah. But look, well, I actually don't think Adelaide's in any way disadvantaged by playing on Princess Park when they've played on Unley Oval. Or we'll yeah. find out tomorrow, Rich, We will. And, uh, I'll be damn interested in the ratings when they come out on Monday as opposed to the cricket. How many will be watching the AFLW girls? Yep. They've got yep. a good following, good supporter base now. I need to go to the news because we've got... Um, who we got next? Phil Harper. Phil Harper. Phil Harper. Mm. Talk about that game coming up next. Just quickly, an update from Wollongong, though. The oh, Sheffield yes. Shield. Uh, Redbacks need 222 to win. They're yep. currently 2 for 50 at the tee break. Oh, a session with 170 runs. Well, that's no, playing. That's uh, playing. Well, it draw, should be it? a draw, shouldn't yeah. it? All we're live and interactive. You can have your say. Send us a text on zero four two seven one five four one double six. We're here at Adrian Bryan Hyundai. Wonderful company. We'll be talking to their manager Alan Anderson a little bit later in the show. Give us a call if you want to have a chat. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. And we also have beat the boys at around four fifteen. Your chance to win a thousand dollars of free fuel. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. appreciate your company. We are live from Adrian Bryan Hyundai at number one A-Leafs Road St Mary's. Don't forget, the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. It is a beautiful car and a lot of similar cars. They take about seven to nine months to get. Rooch. Exactly. So if look you at want the stock one, you have here. If you want one straight away, come down exactly. and have a look at these. They're absolute rippers. Talking of rippers, oh, the next man could play. He could sniff out a goal, Rooch. He's in the team of the century. For the... Uh, uh, for the ACT, isn't it? Oh, that's going to say for the Warriors or the Packers. No, ACT team. The ACT. Century, well, let's go to the man and ask him. He's the general manager of football operations for the Crows AFLW program. Uh, I think he's in Melbourne. Phil Harper joins us. Hello, Philly. Hello, team. How are we going? Where'd yeah. they name you, Phil? Well, that is a funny story. Like, um, uh, <laughs> it is the ACT team of the century. Thought it was. You reckon? Yeah. You reckon James Hurd's a good centre-half forward? Nah, you're better than him. They named me at centre-half forward. Bugger me. Well done. You deserve that. Well, where did you play when you were <laughs> playing the ACT? Half forward or, or full forward? Uh, no, I played mainly in the centre when I played senior footy there. I started on the wing. <laughs> love teams in the centre. I love them. 
<laughs> he's got a full hand. He's got he's got bases all covered. Well done, Phil. Congratulations. But anyway, Phil, uh, James uh, Heard got the James Heard got the centre position anyway, so that's not oh, bad. Oh, well that's that's not bad to come second to him. Um where, have we got you in <laughs> Melbourne? <laughs> no, uh, we're still here. I mean the the plan is for the team to not go till tomorrow morning. Uh and, and the really? reason for that is the reason for that is, you know, you, you what well, I've seen it so many times before. You have breakfast in the morning, or you get there the night before, have breakfast in the morning, and then you look at your watch and say, "Beauty, it's nine o'clock." That means the bus comes in eight hours, and now I'm going to kill eight hours. So no, they're going over yeah. in the morning. They'll be there by lunchtime, uh, have some lunch, a bit of a team meeting, either go for a walk or a rest, uh, and then hop on a bus at five o'clock and get out to. Uh, well, the old Princess Park or Icon Park, as they mm. call it now, uh, by about half past five. So, Phil, though, if you were playing a home and away game, as you have been all this year, when would have you have travelled? Well, we've done a bit of both. I mean, through COVID, we were travelling on the day of the game. This year, we've probably travelled yeah. a bit more than the night before. Uh, but we noticed that uh, you know, when we were up on the Gold Coast, Melbourne came in to play the Gold Coast on the Saturday morning before they were playing the Saturday night. And... Uh, mm. We had a bit of a discussion about it and thought, you know what, that's a good idea. As long as we're going in the morning just in case there's some form of delay uh, and so we've got a bit of a buffer behind us, uh, that would be fine. So uh, based on a night night game, we'll probably try try and travel a day of a game, especially if it's only to Melbourne. uh, But on a day game, we'd we'd probably travel the night before. Yeah. All right, easy question. I said on Monday that I thought Chelsea Randall would be playing. I watched the news services. They said highly unlikely... I still think she's playing. Where's she at? She's playing. No, she trained yes. last night. She trained Monday night. Uh, and uh, she trained last night. Although she only trained for half the session. You like this one. She came out with her ankle, trained for half the session. We were doing some match sim stuff. And she had a head clash with someone else and had to go off and get three oh. stitches oh. put in the cover right now. Which is a typical Chelsea. She's courageous and you know a real leader from the front, but uh, you just couldn't you couldn't believe it. She's been off for two weeks with a bung ankle. And then she she oh. trains and was training the house down, and then had to go off and get three stitches in her order. Oh wow! But she's mm. playing, so that's the main thing. It's and, a good uh, it's no, a she, good she, good selection she, dilemma to have for yourselves. Now you get a, a great leader in, but someone has to be squeezed out. Exactly, and yeah, that we 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 had that last year where uh, we had. Eloise Jones was suspended for the preliminary final. We had to drop somebody out for the grand final. So it's a, it's a difficult exercise, and the one who misses out will be unlucky. But uh, I suppose the consolation is that if you're getting dropped out for Chelsea Randall, uh, yeah, it's not yeah. as bad because I think everyone could understand that. She's a pretty good player. I notice all the PR photos are in the papers today from all the girls that are representing their clubs in the final series. Ailish uh, Considine was there for the Crows. Does that mean she's not playing? No, she, yeah, she's not playing, and, and the reason... Yeah. So we only came back from Melbourne last Saturday. Uh, they needed someone to go over this Wednesday, and then we're going back over again on Friday, so we, thought we can't really do that to Chelsea or Sarah Allen, uh, you know, one of our captains. So hmm. we picked someone who wouldn't be playing in Ailish, and she was happy to represent our yeah. club because they wanted a photo of all eight teams. So, hmm. And it's a pity for Ailish. She's, you know, she's had a bad run. She, she hurt her hamstring slightly around round one, uh, it took two or three weeks to come back and then heard it really well and truly uh, around about round four. So um, she's she's running again now. Uh, you know, she'll probably be just about right grand final day if we need her.
uh, frustrating really? for her. I can't keep up with all the uh, premierships, but she's won one or two already. At least she hasn't gone with two. Out. No, she's been in two. Two. She's won the first year she was here, and then she was in in the team again last year. So uh, she's had a pretty she's had a pretty good run at it. So I mean, everyone has a hard run at some stage, and she's uh, you know she's been really working hard in her rehab to try and get back in. Uh, and, and get back going again, which is a credit to her, which yeah, must be frustrating. But um, anyway, hopefully she, she's ready to go in a week or two. Interesting matchup, Phil, with Melbourne. You completely outsmarted them in the grand final at Adelaide Oval. Then you tripped over yourselves at Glenelg Oval in the rematch. Ten weeks later, how do you think you're faring against a side that's known for some pretty good midfield strength? Yeah, well, look, I, I, I think they're strong all over. I, you know, I like their back line, uh, you know, Libby Birch and the back line players down there. I like their forward line, Taylor Harris, Daisy Pearce, and, and yeah. their midfield is, is very good. So, I mean, we'll have to be at the top of our game. They're obviously favourites. I, you know, I obviously prefer us being favourites because you know, most people think we're good. But, uh, you know, at the moment, they deserve to be favourites against us. Uh, but in that first game, I mean, if you look back and look at the stats, they were plus 80, and this isn't a bad line, plus 80 in uncontested possession. Yeah, so they were able yeah. to, ch- they beat us in contested possession by a few, but then they were able to chain it out with not enough pressure from our team. So they're pretty keen to have another go and see if they can uh, do better than that. So if you'd had a choice on venue on this game, would have you chosen the windswept Casey Fields or Princess Park? <laughs> Oh, that's a pretty easy one. I'd never choose Casey Field, so yeah. So, you, so you've had a win there, haven't you? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, no, we won, uh, we haven't played there this year, but we've played Carlton a few times and, and beaten Carlton there. But obviously, we've never yeah. played anybody else there. Um, but oh, look, it's a great, it's a great oval, great surface, and I know they've just done a whole heap of work on it. So have, no, yeah. we're pleased to be playing there and not not I'm at Casey. Sure I mean, I, I think yeah. for the first ever the first ever qualifying final in AFLW, it probably deserves a better venue than Casey and, and it's got one in Icon Park. So no, we're more than happy to be there. We'd be happy to be here at home in front of our own supporters, but we're still happy to be happier to be at Icon than Casey. So, so just on that, Phil, when you do get home for a final, which location are you settling on? Uh, we'll still be at Unley, uh, at Unley yeah. Oval. I mean, well, what has happened this year is Nord was going to be our home, but they're putting some um, well, Vodafone towers plus some lighting towers in at Norwood, yeah. plus the oval wasn't in great nick. Uh, and mm. thanks to the Unley Council and the councillors there, you know, they allowed us to play at Unley Oval, and it's been terrific for us. The people from Sturt Football Club have been amazing in, in how much they've yeah. tried to help us out. And the council who you know own the oval... You know, they've been bending over backwards to help us out. And it's a great atmosphere, too, for for those who have been there. They'll agree that it's a, a terrific family yeah. atmosphere. So, so, so we're you've very... got to do all the forward all the forward planning. If, if you got to the dream moment of a grand final, and we hope you do, you can't get to Adelaide Oval. Where do you go? Yeah. Well, that's the problem. I mean, the fact that we've finished third means that we possibly won't have that problem. Uh, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, there was talk that no matter what, it would be at um, um, Marvel. Uh, mm. However, I think that's been booked for something else. Uh, oh, I know goodness. Brisbane, who are probably more likely, you know, are struggling mm. to get onto the Gabba. Uh, so, look, it's a real dilemma, and I wish we had that 
you know, I wish that dilemma was more front of mind for me because that means we're yeah, probably yeah. top or second. Uh, but yeah. the fact that we finished third means it's less likely than likely to happen. But if it happens, uh, I'll come and see some wise men, probably Kim Dillon and Michelangelo Lucci, and they'll help me out. <laughs> Find hey, you a venue. You know the coach, the doc, uh, better than anyone. He's a bit of a lateral thinker. Does he has a theme coming into these big games? Oh, yeah. Look, he normally has a theme coming into every game, but I suppose mm. the theme when you're minus 80 in, in uncontested possession is we've we got to stop their run. We've, we've got to get in their face and press in and, and don't let them run and chain the ball out the way they did against us last time. So... So, yeah, that's the theme, one part of the theme, and the, and the other part of the theme is enjoy it. You don't get in finals. I mean, we've been lucky to be in five of seven final series, but it it's not going to come around every every year. Mm-hmm. You know, I can guarantee that. So enjoy it. Have some joy in your footy. Do it with a smile on your face. And you know, they're probably the two themes. Get in their face and, in, and put a smile on your face. Phil, we'll all be watching with great interest along with many South Australians and different supporters around the country. The game gets underway at 6.40 Adelaide time at Icon Park and the Crows take on Melbourne. We wish you all the very best and we hope the travel plans work to a T. Yeah, uh, so do we because I don't want to be late for the game. We want to be turn up and ready to go <laughs> right on time. Good on you, Phil. We appreciate your time. Thanks, boys. See you. Thanks, Phil. That's interesting, isn't it? Well, we we lived in that era. I remember, we certainly remember when Richmond didn't get to a game at Albert and Oval for you know the early mm. Port Adelaide days. And then the rule from the AFL was you had to be on location yep. to guarantee the broadcast the night before a game. COVID changed everything. We had teams travelling again on the day, and I can understand Phil's point. It's like you get the sit around, team they get in lethargic the night before. Then you have breakfast, and you're counting down the hours to play, and then you have a bad start. Mm. But there is the risk, isn't there? <laughs> and you, then you have the risk of you're rushed to the game and you've got the AFL on the phone, you better get here because Channel 7's not going to be happy. How many stories have we covered, Roach, when the uh, the player, the team bus broke down in transit? Particularly Plenty. over that bridge. What's that bridge um, in Melbourne where teams have had to get off the bus and actually get into cabs? Uh, There's br- some classic br- notes br- there. Bridge over troubled waters yeah, is the best exactly. I can come up with. Exactly. I know the one that yeah, you meet. Yeah. Um, there's been a few tragedies yeah. on that bridge as mm. well. All right, uh, we need to go to a break very, very shortly. Andrew McDonald, the coach of the Australian cricket team, has been good enough to join us next. We're live from Adrian Bryan, Hyundai, at number one Alifs Road, St Mary's. Beautiful complex out here. We'll be talking to their general manager a little bit uh, later. He's a most affable man too, Alan Anderson. We spoke to him uh, last week, last year, sorry. I can see him across from me now there with a big smile on his dial. He's a happy man. Every time we see him, he's coming back from holidays, Rich. Half his luck. Yeah, he lives a good life, I tell you. Money in cars. All righty, we've got to wrap it up and get out on time. Uh, we're also going to hear from George Bailey a little bit later too, selector of the Australian cricket team. How many changes will be made? I'm not sure. Lumo. Energy from Australian-owned company, that's Lumo SA. We appreciate their support and that of Balfour's because this is the run home. I've got to get out right on time for this interview, Rich. Let's do uh, it. This is the, well, that's why I'm talking. It's not quite time. <laughs> <laughs> the run home is brought to you thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. And good luck to everyone that's having a crack at growing a moustache for Movember. Yes, good cause. Yeah, wonderful cause. You going to give it a go? Um, look. 
Go on. Do no, it. I think I'll just donate some money. Right, yeah. As long yeah, as you do. The same right. thing. Yeah, okay. you can do either. All right, time to go to a break. Andrew McDonald coming up next. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Kimbo and the Roots with you on a Thursday afternoon. Appreciate your company. This is The Run Home. Thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. And we are on the road today, coming to you live from Adrian Bryan Hyundai, located at 1 Aliffs Road, St Mary's. If you're looking for a great new vehicle or a used, pop down and say g'day. Talking about being on the road, that's what the Australian cricket team are doing at the moment. They're here in Adelaide. They have a massive game tomorrow night against Afghanistan, 6.30 at the Adelaide Oval. It's going to be huge and the coach of the Australian team Andrew McDonald's been good enough to join us Andrew thank you for your time no problems at all how would you say the preparation's been going so far you've had injuries you got off to a poor start against New Zealand but you're still alive yeah we're still alive that's the the nature of uh tournament play so we've got all ahead of ourselves clearly trying to make up a little bit of ground from that uh, first game against New Zealand in terms of net run rate and then unfortunately the washout against England so um, we are where we are at the moment and we've got Afghanistan in front of us and um, a little bit of work to do, but there is still some other results alive that um, potentially just make it a, a plain win-loss game uh, to be able to make it through. But that's the key, isn't it, Andrew? Destiny's not quite in your hands. You can beat Afghanistan and still be left hanging. What, what's that sort of feeling like that you're pretty well living with a calculator in your back pocket through tomorrow night? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there'll be a few uh, equations uh, thrown around about what... Uh, we uh, need to do potentially. Um, so yeah, it's, it's one of those situations that you don't want to be in, um, where your destiny yeah. potentially is others others' hands. But um, you know, we can make a, a little bit of an indentation into that net run rate with a good win. Um, got to respect your opponent as well. We're going to get challenged uh, significantly with uh, obviously their their spin trio um, in, in Nabi, Majib, and, and Rashid Khan. So we're going to have our work cut out uh, first of all to win the game. If we earn the right, then to be able to push yeah. for some net run rate games, uh, put a bit of pressure on England. Uh, who, who knows? We think we've worked out what you have to do to make it through to the finals. Um, in layman's terms, can you just tell us exactly what you have to do? How many runs do you have to beat Afghanistan by? Oh, well, with Sri Lanka and England going after us, they'll have the uh, obviously everything in front of them to be able to make up ground that they need to make as well. So that's probably one of the disadvantages that we are at the last game. Mm. Um, but what we can do is put a bit of perceived pressure on potentially. So, yeah, it'll have to be a pretty um, convincing win. I think some people are sort of bandied around that sort of 60-run mark. If we do bat first and then, and then there's an over-calculation, if we were to, to bat second and, and track down a total of somewhere between 10 and 12 overs to put uh, put England behind us in the net run rate and, and make sure that they've got some of that perceived pressure on them going into that last game against Sri Lanka. And, and, and to be honest, Sri Lanka aren't... Uh, yeah, they're no easy beats either, so England yeah. are going to have their work cut out. Andrew, I know it comes with the territory. Is it getting a bit tedious regarding Aaron Finch? First, shielding questions on his form. Now his fitness. Yeah, it's, it's always a bit of a journey when you know Aaron hasn't been in the form that he would like to be in, but we saw uh, a glimpse last game, and unfortunately, uh, with that glimpse of a return to form, uh, unfortunately sustained a little bit of a hamstring injury. So we've got a bit to work through um, today in terms of who's fit and who's not for tomorrow's game. So we're just uh, arriving for training today. So we've got uh, Aaron Finch and, and Tim David in, in a very similar boat, um, and then we've got some guys that we need to prepare just potentially um, with the fact that they may not come up for tomorrow's game, but that'll all play in the next three hours. Okay, Andrew, that's the physical issue with Aaron Finch, but we know as much as you can put up a bubble around your players, the noise eventually gets in. What's he like mentally with all the questions that are being asked about him? 
Yeah, he's going well. Um, and I know that's cliche to say that, you know, he's dealing and coping with it. Um, but he is, yeah. I think, as a captain, you've got so many distractions around you. You've got the other 14 players in the squad plus the staff that you're working with um, in terms of what you need to implement tactically. So he's got a fair few distractions other than his own four um, to keep him occupied. So he's preparing, he's training well. Um, as we saw last game, there was that glimmer of a return to form, um, you know, on the back of the Sri Lankan game where he wasn't at his best and by his own admission, he wasn't at his best in that game. Um, and that can happen in T20. It's not the not the sort of format that you want to be searching for form in. Uh, you don't get much time to make decisions and the game dictates what you need to do straight away. So um, within that, there can be some failure. And, and he's, he's been on that journey before. He's come out the other side and you know, we were really positive in terms of the way that he played against Ireland. And as I said, unfortunately, just that small setback again just to, to knock him on the back foot around that injury. So you're concentrating on trying to win a World Cup, but you have your PR responsibilities as well. You're in the Rundle Mall today meeting the fans. How did that go? Because Finchie looked very relaxed there. Yeah, no, we weren't there as staff, so there was a player-only uh, meet and greet. So uh, I don't know whether he was relaxed there. I wasn't there, but uh, I'm sure they were. I'm sure that they, they like doing those types of things, the meet and greet and getting out there. And obviously we've got a fan base that's you know, right behind us for this World Cup, and uh, we, we really appreciate that support. I don't know if you sit back and get a giggle when you listen to the public, but I'm looking at all the texts that are coming through and that have been coming through all day in terms of who they want as openers. There's, I'm, I'm having a look here. There's, there's Warner Green, there's Warner Wade, there's Warner Smith. Then there's another one saying it should be Wade and Green. What's your preference? Yeah, they're all good options. <laughs> That's the problem. You've got a strong <laughs> you've got diversity. Uh, yeah. I, I, think if, I think if you asked every batter in the top seven where they wanted to bat, they'd say open, so... Um, yeah, there, there's a case for all of them. Um, clearly, we've got the, the Aaron Finch one to work through today in terms of the injury, and then uh, we'll make a decision from there. But Cameron Green, um, you know, we invested a bit of time into him pre-tournament um, around the opening slot, so he would be uh, well within his rights to, to think that that might be a spot for tomorrow if Finch wasn't to get up. Andrew, is this the World Cup that's changed whether you should bat or bowl first in T20? Oh, I think Australia lends itself to not being as toss biased. Um, you go to India and you, the UAE and those types of um, uh, countries where the due factor comes in. Um, I think it's been great, yeah. the fact that it hasn't been a toss by World Cup. The grounds are slightly bigger. There's been a little bit of um, interest for the new ball uh, in the wickets as well, so that's made it difficult for the top orders. But uh, I think it's been fascinating to watch the other games and how it's unfolded. And Everyone's alive. Every game seems to have a, have a twist to it, uh, no matter what the world rankings are. So, uh, as I said, we've got full respect for our opponents tomorrow and we've got to be on our game um, as we've seen, if you're not, then, then it can be the upsets. Yeah. Andrew, we know you're really busy. We appreciate your time. Just a really quickie, no problems with Marcus Stoinis? No, no, he was, uh, he was the positive out of that. He was um, just, yeah, he just tightened up in his back, so that was more precautionary. So um, we feel as though, yeah, he, he's fully fit. Um, no, no, need, no need concern around him, and, uh, yeah, he'll be right for tomorrow. All the very best. The match gets underway at 6.30 at Adelaide Oval. The world will be watching. Thanks for your time, Andrew. Much appreciated. Thanks very much. Andrew McDonald, Australian coach there. He's got some options. I knew we wouldn't get too much out of him, Rooch, but um, yeah. I, I think we could glean from that that uh, Green would come in. And if you were the Australian captain mm-hmm. and won the toss, bearing in mind that equation that everyone's working with, that Australia wins by 60 runs, they're in good contention, or if they're chasing, they don't want to chase more than 140 and around 13 overs, which would you prefer to well, go depending on Knowing the, Adelaide Oval Yeah, and depending sort of on stuff. the deck and the conditions, yep. I would bat first all, all day, every day. Yep. Okay. And you're back in your talent, and then you're back in your bowlers afterwards. Yeah. See, those calculators are going to be running hot, aren't yeah, they? Well, I tell you, they say pressure makes diamonds, yep. but having to chase a score to get to a target when batting second 
can place a lot exactly. of pressure on you. Yeah. Not that I've ever played for Australia, Roach. We need to go to a break. Uh, we're live from Adrian Bryan. Hyundai at number one, Alifs Road, St Mary. Uh, don't forget, the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Minute past four on a beautiful Thursday afternoon. This is The Run Home. Thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Wonderful South Australian company. They've been baking people happy since 1853. And talking of wonderful companies, we are live from Adrian Bryan Hyundai here at 1 Alifs Road, St Mary's. If you're looking for a new car, pop down. We're going to have a chat to their General Manager of Sales, Alan Anderson, a little bit later. They're giving away $10,000, Roach. Great competition. Yeah, it's a ripper. We'll it tell is. you more about that a little bit later. But before we get to our next guest, uh, which is Carl Viet, uh, coach of Adelaide United, we've got Beat the Boys at around 4.15. I'll give you a cue to call for that. You can win $1,000 worth of free fuel. The South Australian Premier, Peter Malinowskis, will join us at 4.30. Can he update us on... On Magic Round, that's the big question, Roach. Oh, I think he's pretty confident that he's going to get it. Let's right. see if we can get out of him exactly what dates and the key question. Will it open with a showdown? Will he know? Really? Well, I think he I don't think he'd be allowed to announce it even if he uh, knew. Well, we'll but we'll ask the question. Yeah. All right, so we've got a big game coming up on Sunday when Adelaide United take on Western United. They're sitting at the bottom of the table, Roach, mm, Western United. They are. Um, Adelaide need the win. The game gets underway at 4.30 at Amy Park. Uh, their coach has been good enough to join us, Carl Viet. Carl, thank you for your time. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. How do you t- think the season's tracking at the moment? Um... Yeah, look, we would um, ideally love to have a, a few more points on the board, um, mm. but in general, um, we're we're fairly happy with our performances. Um, just it would be nicer to have a, a few more results. Carl, now that everything's sort of washed down, calmed down, can we have a a serious discussion about VAR and what it's doing in the A League? Where are we at with VAR? Do we need to have a rethink? Um. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's a it's a difficult one. I think um, you know you know we were the first league to introduce the VAR, and we still seem to be having teething problems with it and how it's yep. adjudicated. And um, you know maybe we've uh, are relying a little bit too much on it instead of uh, relying on the on the guy in the middle a little bit more to make the decision. Mm. Now, one of the key issues here when we see the third umpire used in cricket, we actually hear the discussion that goes on, particularly where the third umpire is calling for the tape and what he wants to see. Do we need a little bit more transparency when VAR goes from the VAR referee to the on-field referee? Um, I think it will make it a little bit more easier for everyone to accept the decision when they hear the process that they've they've gone through. Um, And then whether you agree with that, um, decision that they make, then you know you're never going to always agree. But at least then you can understand yep. the process that they've gone through. At the moment, it's exactly. just a matter of um, how they come to that decision, and then you know it leads to you know different discussions. Yeah, well Carl, said. in Australian rules, and Rich, you know this for a fact. When they go to the third umpire, and if they get it wrong, there is an absolute 
uproar, but the statistical facts, without a doubt, are that it assists in getting the decisions right more times than it gets it wrong. That doesn't make it right when you get it wrong. Is that the same with your game? Um, yeah, look, I, I suppose with our game, you know, it's still the rules are not, you know, sort of black and white and on the day the referee can referee the game a little bit different. Um, everyone mm. has a, a different interpretation of what a foul is and what handball is. We mm. still we still don't even really understand the handball rules. <laughs> uh, yeah. The more people yeah. that you, you get involved in the decision, the more difference of opinion you're going to have okay. um, as I say I think um, so maybe for penalties and maybe for you know um, red cards or you know clear and obvious offside I think the rest of it should just be left up to the referee on the day mm. Lovely return home last week to beat Perth Glory, how did you find the new look to Hindmarsh Stadium, Cooper Stadium? Yeah, it looks. I, I thought it looked fantastic. The atmosphere was um, was um, very good. You know, the, with a roof on the other side, it sort of helps maintain that little bit more noise in, into yeah. the ground. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, you know, unfortunately, with the weather that we had last week, where it was pouring down with an hour before the game, and then the sun came yeah. out, and it was quite warm in the end for the game. Um, so I, I thought it was was very good, and I'm, I'm sure the supporters would have enjoyed the. The experience, you know, especially now with the two big screens, oh, they're they're fantastic. And I think um, it's a lot easier to get to the to the refreshments and the toilets as well. Craig Goodwin's looking better each week. Will you lose him in a couple of weeks' time? I think so. Um, you know, he's shown the quality. You know, in the, in the last three games that he, that Craig has, he just has. Um, a fantastic technique and great delivery on, you know, his crossing and set pieces. And for a left footer, you know, there's not too many um, Australian left footers that have that quality. So for me, you know, he, he needs to be going to the World Cup um, for us to have, you know, that little bit of more quality in in the squad. Well, his confidence is up and about, Roach. I heard him interviewed the other day and he referred to himself in the third person. Oh, okay. yeah, they, yeah, that's when you're really up and about. <laughs> now, Carl, you've got real opportunity here. Western United, look, I know you should never take anything for granted in a world game whereby it's just Don't a, it, one Rooch. goal that can make a difference. But you play Western United, who aren't in the greatest of form. You've got Melbourne victory that's always interesting with Adelaide United. But there's a real possibility before we go to the World Cup break that you can get yourself pretty well established in the top four, surely. Yeah, most definitely. Um, as you said, Western United, you know, they were last year's champions and yeah. it's just been a bit unfortunate this year that they just haven't picked up any results, especially the same team. They're missing their striker at the moment. I don't know whether he'll be back for, for our game. I'm hoping not. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we can't underestimate them. Uh, you know, they won the championship last year, so um, it's mm-hmm. going to be a tough game. You know, yes, they've, they haven't got the results, so there's going to be a lot of pressure on them. Um, it's important, you know, how we start the game on Sunday that we don't give them an opportunity to to get a foothold in the game. And, you know, if we can pick up a good result there, then, you, as you say, it's, the, you know, the big game of the season that everyone looks forward to, Adelaide and, and mm. victory. And But, you know, first of all, we have to get the, this result done first on Sunday.
Carl, we always appreciate your time. We wish you all the very best for Sunday. The game gets underway at 4.30pm Adelaide time at Amy Park. It's the Reds up against Western United. Good luck, Carl. Thanks, guys. All right, we've got to go to a break, Roach, and then we've got to hone our general knowledge, sporting knowledge, because it's time for Beat the Boys. You can ring from now. First person in will get the chance to win $1,000 worth of fuel. Thanks to Hyundai, the number is 1300 736 736. All you have to do is nominate whether you want to take me on or take Roach on. This is one of those rare occasions, Roach. Normally you say to be the best, you have to beat the best. Not in this scenario, <laughs> all right? Take on oh, me yeah. at your peril. Oh, $1,000 up for grades. <laughs> a Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Just on 4.14 on a Thursday afternoon. We're live from Adrian Bryant Hyundai at eight, one number one, Alice Road, St Mary's. Just a reminder, coming up, Peter Malinowskis just after the 4.30 news. Looking forward to that chat. But right now, it is time for Beat the Boys. This is a great little competition. Your chance to win a $1,000 fuel voucher, all thanks to Hyundai. Don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. First caller through is Chris from Wall Bay. G'day, Chris O. Are you there, Chris? Yeah, oh, good day. How are we going, Jim? Hi, yeah, Chris. good. Great to have a chat to you, Chris. Pretty simple this is. It's the best of three questions. You have to choose who you'd like to take on, either Roach or myself. Who would you like to be your foe? Uh, Kimbo, my foe. You. Ooh. You've got to take me on. Ooh. I was impressive last night. Ooh, are you getting ahead of himself, Chris? Oh, You've right. got him already. Okay, well, Root, we have not seen the questions. Root is undoing haven't. the um, envelope. Chris O, what you have to do is uh, yell out your name first. Whoever gets in first um, gets the first crack at the question. Are you ready to go? Go. Okay, Gentlemen, Rich. On wait. your marks. In the NBL tonight, the Adelaide 36ers. Yes, Kim. Uh, Hawks. Illawarra. Correct. Come on, Chris. Oh, Chris, you've got a chance with this question. Question two. Who played in this year's Sanford Grand Kimbo. Final? Um, um, oh, Norwood and uh, Norwood beat North. Well, that's it. 2-0. Kim Dillon. Do we go with the third question or... Doesn't Surely no, we give Chris matter. the chance to answer one question. Well, he won't win, Roach. He can't oh, win. No, he I... the chance to answer. Chris, no, I'm sh- please. I'm shattered now. I'm shattered now. <laughs> <laughs> you should have taken on Roach. <laughs> oh, it's been good fun. Oh, Chris, oh. hey, we appreciate all your texts as well, and we liked that one a little bit earlier on the um, uh, Port Adelaide forward that you sent I'm through. I'm feeling for Chris because a day earlier he would have got you on the second question. We were talking about it yesterday. <laughs> I had a brain, really I had a brain fade. That one, well, well, I know tonight who because we were going to try and get a thirty-sixer on. So, on, um, yeah. Hey, Chris, yeah, oh, we appreciate you. Give give the contestant a chance. No, that's the other thing. I'm very competitive. Whereas Rooch, he he claims he throws the competition. I've got the contestant at heart. No, you haven't. You just get beaten fairly and squarely. <laughs> Good on you, Chris. Uh, now, what time have we got to go to a break? Do you want well, the third question yeah, give, anyway? me the th- give me the third question. See how you would have gone with this one. Australian Open. Tennis. What year? Who won the men's double this year? This year? Oh, that's easy. Well, go on. You say it's easy. What's the answer? Yeah, the silly case. <laughs> 
The silly case. I'm not calling him the special case, Rich. <laughs> yeah. The silly case. No, the cock's getting as silly as Kyrgios now. Is he? And he's a good What's lad. What's he done now? He, no, nothing, Rich. Oh. You know. I just thought something might have happened while <laughs> I was no. watching. The way they carry on in their doubles oh, matches. I know some people... Like, I would have swept the boards there. Yes. I'm pretty, pretty happy with that. Benny's going to have to toughen up the questions. Uh, as I said, to be the best... You don't have to beat the best in this competition. <laughs> Just get through. That's right. And you can win so that thousand Do it again on Monday. Yeah, we will. So that's a little bit of fun. All right, we've got to go to a break. Uh, that way we can be back and on time for Peter Malinowskis. Roach, looking forward to having yes. a chat to him. The Premier of South Australia has been dying to come on our show. Dying? Well, not literally. Right. You know you know what I mean. So he's been eager. Uh, let's take a break. We're right. here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Two from two, me. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. Approaching 4.24, we're live from Adrian Bryan Hyundai at number one Alif's Road, St Mary's, just on the corner there, the beginning of section. You cannot miss it. Sensational. You're looking for a new car, pop down and have a chat to the team led by Big Al. He's an absolute ripper, Alan Anderson. We'll be talking to him a little later in the program. They're giving away $10,000. Now, just in regards to Beat the Boys, now this is offensive. A text has come through, Roots. Dylan yeah. would take corn from a blind cocky. That's unfair to Chris but from Wool Bay. But that's not, that's not in any way defamatory. That's true. I'm compet- you are so competitive yes. that you would. Well, if You would do that. If, if I lose, then you get ridiculed. You'd have people saying, hey, you're too dumb to be on a sports show. No, they wouldn't say that. Yes, they do. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> they have before. Don't, don't worry. That podium's taken up by others, Kim. Oh, dear. I won't get into that, Rich. <laughs> I love everyone. Um, oh, yeah, the cricket gods being kind to South Australia. How do you define kind? Gone. Well, I don't know. That, that <laughs> Meaning we won't lose. There's an earthquake. No one gets hurt and the game gets put off. Well, bad light has, has stopped it? play, and you would imagine if it continues down that path, the captains will soon shake hands because after declaring at 8 for 193... New South Wales, that is. Uh, South Australia is 3 for 82, needing 190 runs. You wouldn't think they would get a result in that one with bad light. Eventually, the captains will say, let's go and have a beer. We'll take the draw. Still on cricket, a text has come through here from Chopsy. I hope the jinx, Michelangelo Rucci, isn't going to the cricket tomorrow. Are you? No. You're not? No. No, I won't be there. Oh, I thought you'd go for a free feed, Rucci. Hey? You're not going there? No. No, I don't want to be held responsible for this. <laughs> I'm getting the message very, very clear. Hey, still on cricket, we uh, we spoke to the coach, Andrew McDonald, a little while ago. Uh, earlier today, George Bailey was on Jared Waitley's show, and this is George Bailey's view on the Aaron Finch situation, whether he'll be available or not. Uh, well, both he and Tim David got through training really well yesterday. Um, it was a pretty light training in terms of we just... Um, travelled, so um, did some run-throughs and um, a little bit of work, so that was pretty good. Uh, we'll train again uh, this afternoon, and they'll be asked to do a few more things there, but, um, yeah, positive at the moment. I, look, they'll get the scans, they'll know how bad it is. And what about if he goes for a quick single on the first over, Rich, does the hammy, and all of a sudden Australia are one short? Uh, we, we can list many, many examples of whereby players pass fitness tests on hamstrings and go within 30 seconds. Did Rod Jamison in 97, seconds, 97 yep. or 98? 30 seconds, yeah. Yep, I think seconds. he has a 
varying story on that. Was it the same hamstring or not? Ah, I think I've, I've got well, to check. I don't want to defame Rodney. Yeah. I, I, I love him dearly. Uh, consider him a good friend. Um, yeah, a number of people saying that, uh, Roach, if you want to win, beat the boys. They've got to take you on. I'll right. take that as a compliment. Uh, how much time we got before we go into that break? We need to be on time. In fact, we'll go to the break now because there's only a certain time we can get the Premier. I'm excited. Looking forward to it, Roach. Okay. Port should put on. him on their rookie list. Might get a few government <laughs> grants. I'll ask. Is he, is he a tall defender? I'll ask. He can play anywhere. Right, He's okay. a man of the people. Yeah. I'll ask the tough questions. That's coming up after the news. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 4.31, we appreciate your company. We're coming to you on the road live from Adrian Bryan Hyundai at number one Aleph's Road, St Mary's. And don't forget, the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. Just in regards to our Beat the Boys competition, where our audience get to take on either yourself or myself, Rooch, Matt from Brisbane has sent in a text saying, if only you had that killer instinct in the sand for oh. oh, flesh wound, Matty, flesh wound. Uh, appreciate all types of feedback, though, and he put it with a smiley face. Just waiting to see if the Premier is with us. He should be with us in the next 60 seconds or so. While we're waiting, though, Rooch, we did talk about the fact that the 36ers will be taking on the Illawarra Hawks tonight. Um Oh, no, well, instead of going to that, we will go to the Premier now, who is on the line. He's been good enough to join us, Peter Malinowskis. Pete, thank you so much for your time. Good afternoon, Kim, and g'day, Michelangelo. No, we really appreciate it. Now, this is my fault and my doing that we've got you on. I was so confident there was going to be an announcement today in regards to AFL Magic Round, but it's yet to <laughs> eventuate. <laughs> well, Can you well, update Kim, us Kim, in any I... shape or form? Well, look, Kim, I, I've got to say, I've had my, my phone in my hot little hand all day today, waiting for hopefully some good news from the AFL. But we're, we're still a bit none the wiser. I, I did speak to Gillan McLaughlin yesterday, and um, he reassured me that South Australia has done everything it can to put its best foot forward to, to win the bid in the Magic Round. We, we believe that we're up against New South Wales. Um, hmm. And also, there's a live question that remains about whether or not it goes ahead at all in 2023. But... We yeah, haven't received yeah. any confirmation news from the AFL. There's been lots of rumours getting around and, and lots of sources out there sort of suggesting that South Australia's in the box seat, but we're not in receipt of any official information at this moment. So we'll just keep our fingers crossed and, and wait for the good news, hopefully. Okay, I was bought and sold last night, but we'll push on anyway. We've been receiving a stack of texts about it over the last few weeks, and in particular today, because people knew we were having you on. Can you tell us why you've pushed so hard for it and what you think the benefits will be for the state? Yeah. Well, we all know what um, AFL brings to, to the state when we have a significant visiting team, but the Magic Round is actually uh, a new concept for the AFL, but not a new one for its main rival in rugby league. So rugby league has been doing magic rounds in Brisbane for some time, and it has been a, a massive success for both rugby league generally, but also for Brisbane and, and the Queensland tourism community. So lots of people travel all at the same time. You can turn it into a, a bit of a festival. So you might, might be aware, Kim, that we uh, established a major events attraction um, fund, and that's all about you know bidding in for these types of events. And we saw an opportunity here when the AFL announced they're going to, they're pursuing the magic round. So 
basically we want as many people as possible travelling to our state um, and we believe we can host it better than anywhere else in the country. So we've made a bid out of that fund. I understand that New South Wales has put a, a fair bit of money on the table so they're competing on the basis of money but we want to compete on the basis of the quality of event that we'll put on. Let's see if we can squeeze some details out of you, Peter. I don't expect you to tell us how much sure. you've put on the table. Have a crack, Bruce. Have a crack. I mean, people will ask <laughs> how many dollars you've put. But let, let's get some basics here. So six games at Adelaide Oval, correct? I, I think that would be at least six games at Adelaide Oval. Yes, Rich, yeah. Do you, do you want to open... Do you see the need to open Thursday night with a showdown? Uh, I certainly think that Thursday night's got to be on the cards just to spread it out across the week. I'm not too yeah. sure if it will necessarily be a showdown, um, but we certainly hope for some cracking games. Uh, but I see, a, I certainly see a Thursday night kickoff at Adelaide Oval. I think that's, I think that would be likely if we, if we're successful, and then um, a Friday night game, and then it's a question of how we spread the rest out. So, mm. and, and obviously the other question is location, Rooch as well. So, I, so one in the Barossa has been the... mentioned several times, hasn't it? Well, that yeah, and that that. That's coming from me and the South Australian Tourism Commission. Yeah. Whether or not the AFL are going to go for that remains to be seen. Um, but I, I like the idea of being able to showcase the state. There are logistical questions about whether or not mm. grounds of that size can accommodate an AFL game, but that's certainly an option that we've put on the table and, and um, we've asked for the AFL to consider as part of our bid. So one of the things that Gillan McLaughlin said very early was that no team was to get a home field advantage. Do we take that as then a given there will be a showdown in Magic Round? Um, it's hard to say. I've seen those remarks, and it will depend how the AFL want to want to play it. Uh, look, you know, the reality is either you have a showdown, but even in a showdown, a team gets a home ground advantage because you know it's either a Port game or a Crows game. Uh, so it's, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out i personally just want to see you know if we are able to get it i just want to see the best games and the best draw cards so we yeah. see as many as much visitation to south australia as possible my i mean i'm a footy fan as you know but my objective is more of an economic one to get our hotel rooms filled up get our restaurants chock-a-block and then for all the, the people that are watching it on tv across the nation an opportunity to showcase who we are and what we have to offer and all of our tourism research tells us that if you get someone here for the first time, they're very likely to come back for a second or third time. And we see this as a chance to get a different demographic to South Australia to have an experience because of their footy team, but then end up having a positive experience about the state more broadly and then hopefully coming back again. Are there some reservations, say if there was Gold Coast taking on GWS or Western Bulldogs, that uh, people wouldn't turn up? Is there, are you concerned there could be embarrassment there if people don't turn up? Well, Kim, I think that depends on the, on the nature of the schedule and where we do it and when. But what I can say definitively is that more people are going to turn up in Adelaide and South Australia than they'll ever will in Sydney. I mean, mm. in Sydney, they just don't have the culture of attending sporting events like we do. Like, so let's, let's look at it. Firstly, they can't fill stadiums for NRL games, let alone an AFL game. The second thing is, you know, we get more people to the Adelaide Oval Test match uh, with our one million population in comparison to Sydney, um, who, who has a far bigger population base to draw on. So the culture of South Australians is we show up to high-quality events and we're going to have a lot more people attending the lower-profile games than what they'll ever achieve in Sydney. So that's one of the key reasons why we think we should be here in Adelaide. Well, I'm 
for one, I'm very pleased that you've been aggressive with this because I think it's going to be huge for the state. We know you have to go. We've got a, uh, a very, what would I say, cheeky and humorous audience. Number of texts coming oh, yeah. through. This one is directed to you. Afternoon, Kimbo and Roach. I understand the importance of helping out the homeless, but can you ask the Premier why it's the responsibility of such a passionate port supporter to sort out the Crows' home ground? That's from Alan from Alden. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Well, 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 well what, what I'd say to what I'd say to Alan is, look, you know, um, us port supporters have always been willing to contemplate a helping hand for, for those teams that I've got to be a bit careful what I say for those teams that might not have the tradition <laughs> that we're we're lucky enough to have. Oh, look, the yeah, reality is, come on, state, I've, 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 look, everyone knows I'm a port supporter. I wear my heart on my sleeve, but the crows, dare I say it, they provide us the rivalry that we love at showdowns and. And state governments have always helped facilitate a degree of investment um, in supporting both major AFL teams. And, and my view is you've got to, what you do for one, you've got to be willing to do for the other. And we'll see what comes out of the Crows' move. I mean, they've been at Westlake for some time. And, uh, I, think, I think there is an argument that they need, a, they need the sort of base that we're lucky enough to have at Albany. I know we've only got you for another 30 seconds, but we know that footy generates so much revenue. It encourages our children to be active and healthy. And I just yes. find it beyond belief that a government or the city council cannot accommodate one of the biggest sporting franchises in Australia. No one will be bigger than Port and Adelaide. And uh, I just think it makes us look like a nanny state that we can't get Adelaide where they want to go. And that would be the same if the Enfield Council didn't help out with Port Adelaide. Well, well... Well, we, we as a government wanted, we were working uh, to pursue whether or not the, or to investigate whether or not the Crows going to Brompton was an option. And we wanted to keep that on the table um, and we were investigating all of the options there. But of course, the, uh, the Crows made it, then subsequently made it clear that they wanted to go to Feberton rather than the Brompton option. So the Crows well, having Peter, informed the government you... of that, we, we accepted the outcome. Peter, let me give you a tip. The best thing ever, the Crows not going to Brompton. That was the most compromised yeah. plan I've ever seen for their yeah. football program. Don't, so don't, don't back them in on that one. But So the well, only thing we can be well, certain don't, don't, of is if there is... The only thing we can be certain about Magic Round is... Magic Round, week after Easter if it is next year. Is that certain? That's what we're, our advice from the AFL is that's the timeline they're working towards. But again, nothing could work. All right. Pete, you're only 40 metres your office away from our studio. We'd love you to pop in and we'll have a good chin wag over the next couple of weeks before yeah, we go the, on leave. Let's hear about your premiership. We'd we'll, 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 love we'll, it. Well, 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 hopefully we, we can have that conversation in face-to-face if we, win, if we do win the Magic Round and we'll keep our fingers crossed yeah. over the coming days ahead. We will hold you to that. And we also think you should be rookie listed for Port Adelaide. I reckon it'll get the, the numbers in. Hey, Pete, really appreciate your yeah. time. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Cheers. All right. Sorry, Roots. Had to cut you off. We've got to go to Melbourne now. The running of the VRC Ooh. Oaks over 2,500 metres has just got underway. Yeah, yeah. Get, we'll get that now. Perfect. Just make them work a little bit to get the lead. You can get on the back of Petriva now. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 4.47, almost done for another day. It's been hard work today. Roots, we've been busy. Has it ever? We've got some 
big news coming, I think, for this match. Huge Look news. forward to having the Premier in the studio eventually. Yes, exactly. Just on that, um, we're not going to play the Oaks now. I'll give you the results in a second. Uh, well, it's been run and won, Rich. Yes, but what happened? Well, the favourite, the one that we had the tip for from David Gately, we played early on the show. Good. She's extreme, won the race, paid, uh, uh, where are we? we on the Queensland totes, aren't we? We paid $2.20. Uh, Pavitra came second, $2.60, and Queen Air number eight. So the numbers were one, four, and eight, and in fourth place was Zenzella number two, right. which was Miles Fitzner's tip last night, so it was not far away. Just a quick text on regards to Magic Round before yep. we get to our next guest, the big man, the big cheese here at uh, Adrian Bryan Hyundai, Big Al. Um, here's a text, Roach. You can answer this one. Ben from Marden says, Afternoon, fellas. Question re Magic Round. Would you actually put a showdown on the round if South Australia get Magic Round? From a numbers perspective, you could either have two matches at Adelaide Oval packed with Port and Crows playing interstate sides or one packed stadium with Port v Crows. Your thoughts? Well, the only question we have there, and this one needs to be resolved and the Premier didn't have the answer, we really need to get Gillian McLaughlin on, is they said the Magic Round would give no team a home field advantage. Now, I don't see the value of taking Port Adelaide and Crows games to the bush because that denies people the right to see those games You know, with the mass mediaship, uh, sorry, membership they have. So the only way you can keep everything fair is to have well, a showdown. Well, I don't think it's, it's not equitable anyway because the competition's not equitable because uh, you've got all these other sides like Richmond playing at the MCG. and yeah. So there's no equity there, so I don't think it would make any difference. That's oh, well, just my opinion. Yeah, but Benny. that's how they sold it. Sold it, that well, it would be a round where no one would get a home field advantage. The deal's not signed yet, so maybe there can be some adjustments there. We've been saying all day we're live from Adrian Bryan, Hyundai. Hyundai are great supporters of our network and our show. And so too is the next gentleman. He's the sales manager here at Adrian Bryan. All right, we might have to get an interpreter in. We've got Alan Anderson here. Big Al, hello, Alan. How are you, gents? Nice to see you again. Yeah, great to see you. Now, you've just come back from holidays again. Yeah, I was over in Phillip Island for the MotoGP. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, was, was one of, one of my passions. No, the passion. So you yeah. get on the, the yeah, two yeah, wheels? Uh, yeah, I'm a, a big motorcycle fan. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, you've got a, a a big promotion happening here at the moment. Take us through that, Al. We certainly do. So anybody buying a new car from uh, any one of our big four uh, Hyundai dealerships, uh, from the 1st of November to the 10th of December, will go into a draw, and one lucky person will walk away with 10000 bucks. So nice. you buy a car, you get a great vehicle. We know that with Hyundai. You get yep. great service. Yes. And uh, you have the chance to win $10,000. $10,000. Tell us about the big four dealers. So there's uh, Renella Hyundai, there's uh, Nailsworth Hyundai, Adrian Bryan Hyundai and Ingle Farm Hyundai, all in our group. Beautiful. We've been out to all of those places. And you've got some uh, other specials going regarding servicing of any cars? Yep, so anybody else buying a, well, any, everybody buying a car this month will also get three years free scheduled servicing. Beautiful. Fantastic deal. Perfect. So you've heard it from the man himself, Alan Anderson. Pop down here. It's a wonderful dealership. Wonderful staff as well. They've been looking after us uh, brilliant. And uh, My coffee was shocking, but I made it myself <laughs> out. Uh, you've been watching the ICC World Cup? Uh, not really being Scottish, no. It's uh, not really my thing, cricket. But uh, I know a few, a few of the guys follow. So but when, when Scotland's not performing, you would yeah. be right behind Australia tomorrow at the Adelaide Oval? Anybody playing England at anything, I'm right behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, we, okay. we need England to falter against uh, <laughs> nice. Sri Lanka. 
Uh, All right, well, you give would us have, you'd have been heartbroken that Scotland didn't make the World Cup. It was a shame, yeah, yeah. They, they had the, they blew the chance, but uh, against yeah. the Ukraine, yeah. yeah, that would have been emotional though, wouldn't it? Because we had all that emotion of the Ukraine. I suppose it was, wanting them yeah. to get through, That's and then right. they lost to Wales. Yeah. But Scotland, yeah. what a story that is, and they yeah. drive to get to the World Cup, and it doesn't happen. Yeah, I know, I know. It's a pre- pretty shame, but good good luck to to Wales. We'll get behind them. Right here. Alan, I know we spoke to you last year, but yes. uh, I'm presuming you've got family over in Scotland still hasn't been yeah. during the COVID and trying it's to been catch pretty, up. Yeah, it's been pretty hard over there. I think uh, we've actually had it, well, uh, certainly in South Australia, a lot easier than some yep. places. Yep. You know, I exclude Melbourne, obviously, but uh, yeah, the UK, they, they, they did it tough. Um, no, I think my dad was stuck in a house for about six months at one point. Ooh. Six months? Yes. He's yeah. okay now? Yes, he's doing great. It's, oh. his, it's actually his birthday tomorrow. So. Oh, we'll send him a yeah. birthday wish. <laughs> we, can, we can send this over to him. We yeah, can do so that. Go on, tell him you love him now. <laughs> love you, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's old school, isn't he? Yeah, he, got, he, he got awkward there. Yeah. All righty, well, to encourage people to come down here, we're at number one, Ailiffs Road, St Mary. If they can't get down here, I'm sure they can get on websites and have a look at all your vehicles. Absolutely. AdrianBrainHyundai.com.au. Uh, we'll take a car to them if, if they can't get down here. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll always look after the customers. How good is that? We appreciate you having us here today and all the support You're you welcome. give us, and we wish you all the very best. 10,000 smackaroonies. Buy a car now between November the 1st and December the 10th. You go into the draw to get that 10,000. Thanks very much, Al, for looking after us today. We greatly appreciate it. Welcome, guys. Great to see you again. All righty, Rich, we're uh, almost done. A number of texts coming through still. Let's have a little look at some of these. Um, Here's another one, Roots, yep. just before we go. Kim and Michelangelo, I heard Jared Waitley and Gareth Hall speak about a possible 2023 Ashes tour by Australia of England and the races from Royal Ascot in the UK, broadcast by SEN, hence the reason I say to Craig uh, that Craig Hutchinson makes things happen. That's Jason from Moorlbark. Mm. Um, well, Hutchie is a wheel and dealer. There's no doubt no, about that. Absolutely. He's one of the more lateral thinkers in the caper, isn't he? Yep. And we have certainly got a lot of live sport coming on SEN. Yeah. And don't forget, next season, this is the home of Crows and Port Adelaide Games, headed by Kim Dillon in the broadcast booth. Oh, thanks, Richard. Nothing different that I've been doing. Have you got your team sorted yet? Have you you've uh, done the draft and you trade well, David, David Wildey, up? David Wildey yes. has come across. Uh, David will be calling all the games uh, yeah. with myself as well. And you uh, don't need a boundary rider. Kane Corns will uh, will be helping us with special Good. comments yes. as well. And there's a big name to be announced, Roach, and I'm, I'm not allowed to say who it is. Right. I, I think everyone will be extremely Good. happy whether you're a Port no or chance whether you're a Crows. On the I wouldn't have thought so, right, Roach. Okay. You know, um, what would you think you'd bring to the coverage? Depth. <laughs> in, in in what field? Whichever way you want it. You could be our stats man. Uh, just numbers, though. You need the fast twitch muscles, though, I when am. you're calling a game route. If we throw to you, you know, I'd, we can't. I'd be terrific on the boundary. Would you? Oh, yes. I reckon there's a few people to line you up, a la uh, Johnny Wynn and Jack Odie. Oh, wasn't that great? 78 grand final. Hey, Some great memories, that one. Leapt into the coach's box and just sort of half took out the so, coach. Yeah, Johnny Wynn had an effect that day. <laughs> hey, Roddy. Yes. Hey, Rich, let's... Not um, to mention how that game ended either, doesn't that stir up certain Nord fans? Uh, that, that was one of the great uh, finals. We've yeah, had a couple of dub ones in the AFL. 2018 was brilliant, West Coast Eagles. 19 was shocking, GWS and Richmond. Yes. I've got to say, this year wasn't great. No, Unless wasn't. you're a... Cat supporter. If you're neutral, you just want a contest. 
Exactly. Yeah, it wasn't, Certainly wasn't into the last quarter, you want to know that both teams have still got the premiership on the line. You'll get a contest tonight uh, when the Adelaide 36ers take yep. on the Illawarra Hawks. Um, Antonius Cleveland was on the brekkie show with the boys this morning. Hazy, and who was on with Hazy this morning? Coons, was Adam it? Adam Cooney. Adam Cooney, you did your bit as well. Yes. Yep. Well, uh, they spoke to Antonio, and of course, Antonius, of course, he played for the Illawarra Hawks, and he doesn't want to lose to his former side. Uh, for me, it would yeah. be extra motivation. Not because, I mean, <laughs> we just lost two in a row, so this would be <laughs> everyone's extra motivation. Um, I'm a competitor, so whenever, whenever, I don't want my old team beating me, just me being selfish, talking to you all. Uh, I don't want to lose to them. I'm sure Anthony Drimmick and Robert Frank don't want to lose to Brisbane. Uh, it's just something about, you know, being a basketball player and a competitor. You don't want to lose to, you know, your old, your old guys. Um, but um, we're going to have fun planning, uh, planning there. I played so many games last year, so it'd be fun to come back, see you know some familiar fans. But at the end of the day, I'm trying to pound. I mean, get the win because it's much needed on our end. Antonio, Antonius, I should say, Cleveland there, Rooch. Now, are you okay? Yeah. Why is it this competitive juice for beat the boys? Has yeah. that distracted you from your job? Has it? What was I meant to do? Because it's Thursday. What did I and say? I have done my sure thing, most at stake in Doomsday. Oh, and have you prepared yourself no, for it? No, no. Have mate. you even thought to put it on the rundown? The Thursday forecast. I'm blaming Bumfluff Benny for that. <laughs> I completely forgot. Well, we got, we've got we uh, got three minutes. I completely forgot. Right. And I've, I've also transported myself over to York. I, I, I can I've see I've got that. to entertain 15 staff members from McGain Real Estate. Right. So are we going to do this or not? Yeah, go on, Rich. So this is, uh, well, let's, let's play the music for the uh, Thursday <laughs> forecast. Uh, oh, I love it, Rich. Here we go. Boom, 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 boom. All right, pretty simple format. This is where we get uh, our sure thing, our most at stake in our doomsday scenario. Rooch, what is your sure thing? Port Adelaide won't lose anything this weekend. Very good, Rooch. You've been holding on to that one for a while. Um, <laughs> Eight Australia, weeks, My I sure think. thing is Australia will beat Afghanistan tomorrow. What's your Ooh. most at stake? Crows AFLW, they must win to avoid Brisbane on that other side of the draw to the AFLW Top 8 Finals. As I look at the clock, with 2 minutes and 40 seconds to go. Can I just say ditto? I agree with yeah, you 100% yeah. there. That, that's going to be a good game. And as I said, I'm really interested in the TV ratings in terms of the girls' final. Now, you'd expect the cricket to win handsomely, you would think. Are you thinking just state or national? No, I'm thinking just state. I'm thinking smashed. just state. Yeah, you know. yeah it'd be interesting, yeah. All right, and uh, what's your doomsday scenario? The worst thing that could possibly happen this weekend in sport? That Australia doesn't qualify to defend a World Cup on home soil. I think that would be terrible. Well, that's not a doomsday scenario. Well, that's it's a not distinct what we reality, though. Like. Yeah, it's still not what we want. Um, it's one thing to win them on foreign soil, but you want to defend them on home decks. Mm. i got nothing, Roach, for... Um, I could agree with you with that one. I wasn't prepared. Clearly. Oh, well, I was up and about for Beat the Boys. You, you've been reading every encyclopedia on world <laughs> sports so you don't get beaten in a competition. Uh, and you forget we, Thursday. Yeah. What well, do we do on Thursday well, to finish the we show? We don't normally do the Thursday Thorcast. Hey, quite seriously, look, Magic Round, great for everything it does yeah. for tourism in South Australia. But let's take off the South Australian hat. In terms of what Australian football intended to do with Magic Round, if you were sitting on the commission saying, we have a purpose with this round and what it is all about and we want it to be successful, where would you play it? 
Forget. No, if you're trying to if you're trying to grow the brand, yeah. I get, and we spoke about it when it was first uh, suggested that this may happen. You'd say it's it's Queensland or New South Wales, mm. but let's not forget it's very successful in Queensland and New South Wales, and they're preaching to the converted already there. So what it does do is generate money. Yeah, and that's the whole idea. The whole world evolves around money, sadly, rightly or wrongly, yeah. and so it's no different. Your argument doesn't really work because in New South Wales or Queensland, when they have it, like I said, they are preaching to the converted. So what it will do is generate money and it will promote our state, which will be great. And Perth can get a crack. Hopefully Darwin gets a chance, Brisbane, Only they Tassie. had the same logic with the AFL Grand Final venue. <laughs> well, look, maybe in 50 years' time, Rooch, when we're six foot under, are you going to be buried or... Well, we'll talk about that uh, on the way but That's not the way to end the show. Here. No, that's a bit macabre, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, that's not the way to go. Uh, uh, have a great there weekend. there are some people who are willing to help us on yeah, that front. Oh, yes, there's a bloody long list of people after you. Uh, Uru, everyone. Good we'll night, see everyone. you again have on Monday. Have a great weekend. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.